Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Charlemagne, say the game, don't get under Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey that. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit it with the heat. Yes, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Donkey of the Day for Friday, August 26th. Let me make sure it's Friday, August 26th. Yes, it is. Uh, goes to an Australian woman named Jay Langadinos. Uh, she is 31 years old. And she is suing a psychiatrist for approving a gender transition after just one meeting. Yes, she transitioned to male before realizing it was a mistake. And now she's suing a psychiatrist for approving her female to male hormone treatment after just one meeting. You know, we are always told in life to measure twice, 
So we only have to cut once. I would think, you know, nowhere would that be more true than when someone is contemplating gender reassignment surgery. I know you might be thinking, well, it's female to male hormone treatment, so nothing to be cut. But that's not true because Jay is upset that the psychiatrist uh, approved gender transition and the fact that the psychiatrist signed off on two surgeries to remove her breast and uterus. Uh, so therefore, things do get removed. Okay, now. Let me explain some details. It was 19 when she first met Dr. Patrick Tuhi, a veteran psychiatrist in Sydney, Australia. Jay is now 31, and she was introduced uh, to the doctor to determine if she was suitable for a gender transition. Now, this is what the specialist Dr. Patrick Tuhi wrote, that Jay was very young and needed a throughout psychiatric workup before embarking on hormone treatment. That's the clinical way of saying she was too young to be doing this and she might change her mind later. So don't let her do this until she's old enough to make a more educated choice because right now she could be making a permanent decision based off temporary feelings. But after his first meeting with the teen, Tui concluded that Jay suffered from gender dysorphia and was fit for testosterone therapy. I had to look up what that uh, dysorphia word was. Dysmorphia? That's just the, I think I pronounced and now nah, I don't think it's dysmorphia. It says dys dysphoria. Oh. They don't say dysmorphia. It might be dysmorphia, but maybe they missed the M. I don't know. But I had to look up what that was. But that's just the clinical way of saying she feels like she's in the wrong body. There is a mismatch between their bio biological sex and their gender identity. Now, well, next time Jay went to go see Dr. Tui, she told him she was eager to undergo top surgery to have her breast surgically removed as part of her transition. So Tui approved the double mastectomy and they got rid of the tatas. Okay. A month later, Jay met with Tui for the third and final time to discuss having her uterus removed. Now the doctor, according to the lawsuit wrote that he could find no reason to not proceed with the hysterectomy. So she got cleared to get her power you removed. Now, nearly a decade later, Jay, who no longer identifies as a male, is suing the doctor for professional negligence. She says it's the doctor's fault for green lighting hormone therapy, even after she told him she suffered from social, social phobia. And she alleges that he was negligent and not recommending, not recommending she get a second opinion ahead, ahead of her hysterectomy, okay? Even though the doctor strongly recommended that Jay seek social and family therapy, but Jay chose not to listen. She chose not to heed that recommendation and the doctor still gave her what she asked for. Now Jay is suing. Wow. Jay said in 2016, four years after the surgery, when she started receiving psychiatric treatment from another doctor is when she came to the realization that she should not have undergone the hormone therapy uh, or the first and second surgery. So let me get this straight. At 19, you come to me as a woman tell me that you're really a man i tell you go talk to a psychiatrist you don't take my recommendation and then persist to insist on the surgery and later on in life when you don't when you do go seek psychiatric treatment and realize you're not who you thought you was and you was who you was before you got here and decided to have surgery now it's my fault you want to sue me in the court documents jay argued that too he should have realized she might be autistic and referred her for further treatment how the hell am i supposed to know if you're autistic you you asking too much of me as a doctor because truth be told i'm sure as a bunch of doctors when people come in for gender transition they would like to diagnose a lot of these cases as psychological disorders but if they did that i guarantee you it would be a problem i guarantee it would be people complaining saying i should be able to go into a doctor and request a sex change without a doctor labeling me as having a mental disorder when the reality is we all know nobody should be making such a permanent decision at that young of an age Come on, people, 19 years old and you want to renovate the whole car? 
Jay said in a statement that the hormones and surgeries that she requested left her suffering from injuries, disabilities, and complications, including early menopause, anxiety, and depression, impaired psychological functioning, and diminished capacity for employ employment. Ma'am, you requested this. You requested this, and now that you changed your mind, you want to sue the doctor who did the surgery? Come on, man. Now wait, there's a little more. Jay felt when she was 17, something was wrong with her because she was attracted to girls. So she went online and read about gender dysphoria. So she decided that what she that's what she had. And she must be transgender because of, dis of the discomfort that she had in her body. Hmm. Or maybe you're just a lesbian. Maybe you're just attracted to women. The fact that she thought the source of her distress was not being a man is only because she had the option, you know, to be other things. We might be throwing too much at these kids. We may have to shorten the menu a little. I mean, damn, when you present kids with 68 different gender identities, I can see how this can be confusing to some. But one thing's for sure, two things for certain. The doctor should not be held liable for any of this. Jay, you made a choice. And that's what life is, a matter of choices. And every choice you make makes you. So what's the solution? I don't know. I just know that when you're 19, regardless of it's a sex change or any other matter, just give yourself some time before you rush to any life-altering decisions. Okay, I'm reading the timeline of some of these choices, and to me, none of this should have happened this fast. But you have to live with your choices. We are what we choose to be. Some choices we regret. Some will haunt us forever. Some choices we're proud of. I know you're living with regret right now, but that's life. I don't have anything else other than, you know, this is a prime example of why you shouldn't make permanent decisions based off temporary feelings. Please uh, give Jay Land Godinos the sweet sounds and the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey of the day. Yeehaw. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey. Do, do y'all do think that do y'all think the doctor should be held liable in no. this situation? No. Nope. nope. Not at all. No. No. She made choices. Exactly. Not at all. All right. Well, this Saturday is Angela Yee Day, and she has a bunch of performances and a bunch of things going on at her Angela Yee Day. Yes, it's a lot of uh, Caribbean vibes. The West Indian American Day Parade is happening next week. And coming up next, we got Bungie Garland and Fayan Lyons. They are royalty from Trinidad and Tobago, and they'll be performing as well, doing some amazing soca. But they fuse it with a lot of other things, too. Maybe you guys have heard Afro soca as well. And so we'll get into it. They're a married couple, too, by the way. All right, and we'll talk to them next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. 
Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 